0: building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the IHAMP revolution? Coach Freddie here. I'm in Seven Springs, Pennsylvania at the Mother Earth News Fair. Working together to create a sustainable life. This is part two.
1: My name's Sean Rowland. I uh, I go by the Farming Yogi on social media and farmingyogi.com. And to call it a business is kind of funny because I don't know if I put that much effort into it. But what I what I try and do really is is share the stuff that I've learned to stay joyful in my life. You know, because life can get kind of dark. You know, and physically in my body I was born with scoliosis, so I've had a bit of body pain my whole life, and that affects my outlook, and um, so I'm lucky I'm 37 now, I've been doing yoga since I was about 22, Okay. so about 15 years into this thing I'm trying to organize my body, trying to get my mindset right, and you know, I got into homesteading and gardening before I ever got into yoga, because I really care, you know, I read Helen and Scott Nearing, Living the Good Life, you know, I wanted to learn how to live close to the land. And in a pl- way that's even beyond sustainable. Like, I want to make things better in my time here. Okay. The, the challenge I found was that, man, my, every day in my body, it felt like I was getting worse every day. So I learned all these good techniques of yoga to figure out how do I organize my human house, right? How do I treat my body like a vehicle, get gas in the tank? How do I, yeah. you know, keep myself going? So now I do... Classes in many different capacities. I'm going to go teach some kids later at, at, at two. Okay. But you know, it's kids of all ages. Yeah. Yeah. Because kids are actually um, really limber in their bodies and they have a lot of strength. So it's really the human experience in this day and age that really beats us down a little bit. So I try and teach in whatever way I can to keep people's you know chin up. Okay. You know, because so we all want to be a hero on a journey yeah. we're all walking into the future so what I share with yoga is how do I have good architecture and good outlook for doing that and then you become a much better um, grower, right? yeah. whether you're growing hemp or whatever you're growing yeah. you're going to grow a better plant if you, um, you are, you're good in your body while you do it, like the, the Iroquois talk about having good mind like mm-hmm. when you go to plants you need to have good mind, it's okay. the same way that like small grown hemp their small far- hemp farms are going to grow a better product than the big guys that are coming out because they don't, they don't touch their plants. Right. They, don't, they don't care about their plants. There's no prayer and intention going into their planting. If I plant a couple hemp plants with an intention of, well, may this be healing to other people, you put every plant in with that intention, it's going to grow medicine. If it's some big farm that's like, oh, well, we make medicine from this big commodity crop that we grow, it's not going to be medicine. In the same, you know, it's a it's, it's very different thing. So, um, you know, so I teach people to garden, right? Because it's like I'm not really the farming yogi. I think that every human is a gardener and a cook and a yogi. So it's about how do we all do these things that help us be healthier and the planet be healthier. And I'll do that till the day I die. Because I think the whole game, like, it's not like an environmental crisis that we're in right now. It's like kind of almost a spiritual crisis. Like people don't care about the earth. They don't care about themselves as just like a beaver, right? We can alter our ecosystem to make it better for all humans. Our health is related to our habitat. So, what I want to inspire is people that are living an inspired life, an action-driven life, and that are making things better because the only thing that can really help the planet right now is every human working hard to make this, you know, gift of life something that people can sustain for a long time. And if we don't do that, where are we going to be?
0: Exactly. You know,
1: it's not going to last. But I do have a deep belief that it's going to be okay, but there has to be a whole human consciousness shift into like, I'm a hero on a journey, making things better. And when I look around at humanity, I see a lot of people that are living the life, I don't know if this is the right term, but more like a victim, like the, oh, this stuff happened to me, I haven't gotten over it, I'm upset. You know, I have a great teacher um, who always says the ultimate failure in life is bitterness. And that's when your efforts don't meet the grace that you thought you were going to get in your future. And we're just walking into it from past to future. So I'm trying to put the, my best efforts in, you know, accept everything that comes into my life. Like you walking over here as a form of grace, yeah. raining down in front of me. And I got palms up to catch it because I expect good things to come. I know I'm an agent of good things happening in the world. And if everyone could get to that place, and it takes a lot of yoga. It takes a lot of folding over, getting over it. It takes coming up, bringing your heart forward. Everybody's got a good heart, everyone, you know, but they don't use it. Yeah. And we get lost in our heads, we get lost in anxiety, we get weighed down by the past. So it's we all. It's like these techniques, like everyone can be a productive gardener and a farmer and a and a healer with me, plant medicines and um, and all this stuff. So it's about put yourself in your middle and get it done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, shift it all over because we're. It's about your mindset. Am I am I a hero making things better or am I like? did things happen and I'm not going to get over it and I'm going to, you know, life wasn't fair. <laughs> it's like, life's fair. It's not always fair, but you've got to just, you know, not take it personally, I think. So um, it's like my big mission with Farming Yogi and I is really just to have it grow, have it be something in the world that, you know, wakes people up to this ability and this need that humans can make the biggest difference on this planet more than any other species. In the same way that we've made the world a place that's not good for most species, we could all work to replant the Garden of Eden. But it's going to take everybody doing it. And it's going to take sharing of resources, more of a bottom-up than a top-down. We can't rely on top-down. It's bottom-up. It's all the homesteads. You know, you get your homestead right, I get my homestead right, and together our homesteads create a community that's a really good place to live. And I think that's it, you know, yeah. just uh, we're all farming yogis. We're there all, you, go. you know, yeah. all that.
0: So where are you located?
1: Um, Finger Lakes, New York, Geneva, oh, New York. That's where I'm from. Okay. You know, I just moved home, you know, another about a year and a half ago to take care of grandparents, you know, fill okay. a role in my community. And it's, it's deeply humbling, but it's also yeah. really beautiful to go back to where you're from and share what you've learned in other places. And it's, you know, you'll get judged you'll get celebrated, you'll get everything along the spectrum of like, well, you're, you're different, you know, you don't fit in here or whatever, like, I'm, I'm, they call me no lawn Sean, because <laughs> my big goal is like to get rid of lawn, plant flower gardens, they make grandmas happy, they make kids happy, they make pollinators happy, they make a better ecosystem. So, I got to be that crazy person in Finger Lakes, New York, that says, my gosh, everyone's got these lawns, no one looks happy on the lawnmower, how can we live better with nature? And that's the same thing, right? It's yep. How do you improve where you're from? The hero's journey always comes back home where you do your best to try and make where you're from. Where, I mean, where <coughs> I was born into this place. I can trust that wasn't a mistake. So I show up there. there and I don't go. know where I'll take it. You know, I hope <laughs> to travel, hit the road. I hope to be more at these fairs, connecting, because, I mean, homesteaders are the best people on the planet. And, you know, the homestead starts in their body, in their mind, and it's you know, that's the big trick, is yeah. keep yourself in your body going for as long as you can
2: because
1: okay. you might not, You will never get the same life again. <laughs> you might get another exactly. life, but it won't be the same one. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, awesome. I'm glad that we had this little chat here.
1: I'm really happy for it. Thank yeah. you so much.
0: So, thanks for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution Podcast.
1: Oh, it's a, it's a wonderful thing to be here on the IHAMP Revolution Podcast. Maybe we can talk again soon. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Hey, it's Coach Freddie. I'm here having a little conversation with uh, Lauren Gregg and she has a business called Humble High Pomade. How are you doing, Lauren?
3: I'm well. I'm doing really well.
0: (laughs) Good, good. Well, tell us a little bit about, first of all, where are you located at?
3: Um, I'm located just out of Yellow Springs in Ohio, so between Columbus and Dayton.
0: Okay. All right. And you live on a farm?
3: I do. I live on a self-sustaining farm um, and our home is self-sustaining as well.
0: Wow, great, yeah. great. So tell us about your products and how, how did you get started in this anyhow?
3: So I got, I got started in everything. So I make everything myself with organic and fair trade ingredients. So everything's toxin-free and all the packaging is zero waste. And when I got pregnant with my oldest son eight years ago, I started pitching all the products that I had been using that had questionable ingredients in it okay. and started buying ingredients to make my own. Oh,
0: awesome. Yeah. So, you got quite a few products here.
3: Indeed. I get bored, so I have to add more.
0: Yeah. So, uh, tell us a little bit about, what was your first product?
3: Oh, my first product was lip balm. That's okay. what I started with. It seemed the most achievable. And then I moved from there to lotion bars, to tooth powder. Started making my son's diaper rash cream, sunscreen, and it just kind of expanded from there.
0: Okay, and you make your all your own, huh? I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. You got a production line there, huh?
3: I do. So my slogan is "Made by a human in a kitchen," and so that is me making okay. everything from my kitchen. <laughs> yes.
0: Good. So. What is your best seller here?
3: My best seller, I'm known for my deodorants. It's natural deodorant that actually works, which is highly unusual. Uh Um, And so I sell a lot of deodorants.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is all about sustainability then? Indeed. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. Through and through. So, I don't have any plastic in any of my products. Um, And so, I pay the extra fee as a producer, but I don't mind because, you know, it's for environmental reasons. Mm -hmm. So, all of my stuff is either reusable or compostable in terms of packaging.
0: Oh, beautiful. That's really great. Yeah. 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 So, one question here. Uh Uh-huh. What do you know about hemp? Mm-hmm. Industrial hemp, which I call eye hemp. Yes. What do you know about that?
3: I don't know a ton. I just know it has a lot of wonderful properties. Mm-hmm. Um, I use it in some of my skincare products because okay. I know it has some really wonderful benefits to the skin.
0: Okay, so you're um, using it already?
3: Yes. Oh, yes.
0: fantastic. Yeah. I like that.
3: <laughs> yes, well, good. I'm glad I'm winning you over. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: So, yeah, so looking into uh, doing a little bit more in hemp, maybe, huh? I'd like to. Yeah. Yeah, well, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. yeah, awesome. So uh, where do you where do you see yourself going in the next year or so? Uh, you, you're expanding? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to do, you know, some more larger events, which are a lot of fun out of state. And then in 2020, I'm going to do some tattoo care products as well. So that's kind of coming up. And okay. maybe some, like, masculine products for beard and face and that sort of thing, too.
0: Okay, well, yeah. great. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, I want to thank you for being a guest on the I IHAMP Revolution Podcast. Well,
3: thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Hey, I'm here talking with uh, Rusty, and uh, we're at the fair here. Uh, how you doing, Rusty? Great, thanks. Good. Rusty, tell us the name of your business, uh, where you're located, and what you're doing for
2: sustainability. Okay. Um, my my name of my business is Quiet Creek Herb Farm in School of Country Living, and we are located in northwest Pennsylvania, uh, two, two hours north of the fair here, okay. in, in Brookville, okay. close to Cook Forest. And uh, we have a non-profit educational farm, 30 acres, that uh-huh. we teach students, everyone from pre-K to gray, on on different sustainable uh, topics. So we do mushroom growing. We, see we grow a whole bunch of different kinds of mushrooms, shiitake. We have shiitake logs here. Mm-hmm. And we also, tell us uh, about your shiitake logs. I saw sure. there are logs about three feet high and right.
0: got, one of them has mushrooms grown out of
2: Right, it. yeah. So, so what we right. do is we take a fresh, freshly mm-hmm. cut tree and we drill holes in it and inoculate mm-hmm. it with a mycelium, which is are like the roots of the mushroom okay and then we wax over those holes and we have to wait usually about average of 12 months for them to colonize and then when they fully colonize the log when the mushroom has started eating the log and can't go anywhere else it fruits and and wants to spread its spore other places and that so the fruit of the mushroom what we call the mushroom uh, what typically we call the mushroom is really the fruit of the whole organism. Oh. And so, cool. so we sell the logs fully colonized, ready to fruit. It's like, so you just set it in your lo- in your yard, uh, somewhere in the shade where it's going to get rained and snowed on year round, okay. and and you pick shiitake mushrooms whenever fruit, kind of like apples. Oh, okay.
0: So they'll continually.
2: Yes, they'll they'll fruit uh, one to three times a year. And then they'll uh, continue to fruit till the log is completely eaten up, which is about, 2 to, I say, two to five years. I don't want to disappoint anybody. But okay. I do have logs at home that are nine years old that are still fruiting, but they, they are like a piece of paper. They weigh about a piece of paper because the mushroom has completely eaten them up. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. So
0: uh, one question I want to ask you, what do you know about hemp, an industrial hemp, what I call I-hemp?
2: What do I know about it? I know very little. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your,
0: what's your thoughts on it?
2: Oh, I, I, I love it. Here are my glasses. I, this is a hemp cord that I'm holding, there my, you go. holding my glasses up with. Yeah. I've, I've always used hemp twine. I like that. Okay. And I think uh, I think it, it's, it's underused and should be used for everything. Yeah. Well, great. Well, th- thank you
0: very much. Any uh, suggestions or anything about
2: you want to tell our audience well, I think everybody should have a shiitake log in their in their yard. They could be growing their own vitamin D. They're very high in vitamin D, and nutritionally and medicinally, they're 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 great against uh, all kinds of diseases and inflammation. So, we're promoting a shiitake log in every yard. There you go. I love it. Thank you very
0: much. You're professor. welcome.
2: Thank you, Freddie.
0: I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today and make sure that you subscribe to the iHamp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on Facebook.com forward slash I hemp Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long term profit. This is your host.